as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Oh, what was the substance found in Sylvester Stallone's bags? Today we're going to ask him and he's going to tell us and if we can understand what he's saying, we'll know. Fantastic. What did you hide in yourself to try and get on a plane? What is overhyped? Mm. Is this Stella McCartney gear overhyped? Yeah. Who's running for office and how much cash are they going to get for it? Who's challenging Ig Cavalier to a celebrity boxing match? <laughs> Bring it on, Mersland. <laughs> no. How much to bribe an officer? We haven't got to that yet. We will today. That's Stone Age beauty. Oh. <laughs> I don't think we've been giving her enough kudos. <laughs> We never got to her. Stone Age makeover. Also, quotes from the biggest loser trainers. Are they too tough? Are they just awesome? And don't forget the stars of Hot Fuzz, yeah. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. You've seen them in uh, Shaun of the Dead. They'll be coming in to explain this mysterious crackling noise. I'm sure you can hear it at home. <laughs> uh, it's all coming up on Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where today, Ed Cavalier has his act together. You could ask him to do something, he wouldn't do it. But now, he's like, ask him and he's, he goes and does it. Sometimes he still has a bit of a... Bit of a spit about everything, but now it's not constant fighting with him to do just a little thing. So that is rich. That's big audio dynamite, uh, assisted briefly by Peter Sellers. There, here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. It's uh, hey, it's the middle of the week. Yeah, man. That's cause for celebration. Myself, Tony Martin, Nick Cavalier's here. It. Oh, Richard Mars is pushing looking presentable as always. Uh, you know, a couple of issues on this show. Ed Cavalier's challenges and promises that are never lived up to. Nah, well, hang on. Mm. Slowly but surely, I'm not going to knock them off the list. Mm. Okay. Second issue. Mm. What is it with you and Galen from last year's Big Brother? He's been... He's been riding me for months. You know what I'm saying? What is going everywhere on? I, everywhere, everywhere I turn, there's his little equine face. You know? There's the blonde locks <laughs> and the blonde-tipped, white-shoed brigade that he hangs with. How many times do you reckon you've just bumped into him in the street? A week? A week. Yeah, probably four times a week. Four times a week you uh, bump into it? Roughly. Does he live near you? Is uh, that what's going on? There's a dumpster uh, <laughs> on the corner that they don't move <laughs> very often. I often hear loud music coming out of there, right. so it might be there. And now he goes to your gym, is that right? He, yeah, occasionally he's in the same gym as me. And there's a guy there who even looks like, who's like... Claiming a, to be him. Sort of an acolyte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Galen. is. He yeah. is. I don't so, know if you were watching community television in Melbourne last night. I wasn't. Channel 31. One of the only nights that I wasn't. I feel like such a fool. Matty Dow on the Pots and Pans, uh, one of the geniuses behind the scenes here was watching, and he caught a show called KO Boxing. Hmm. Galen was on it. You're kidding. He's challenging anyone. He means anyone who has to be a celebrity, though. Yeah, yeah. Like Galen. Yeah, yeah. To a celebrity boxing match. Have a listen to this. Galen, how fit are you at the moment, in all honesty? In all honesty, I train. I go to the gym. You can nearly run a footy over. On right. a good day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, have you seen celebrity boxing in America? Yeah. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's out of control. It is so good. if we can get this concept happening, it'll be a lot of fun for you guys. Now, any celebrities out there that want to mix it with Galen on April the 1st at Moorabbin... Show them a couple of shots, Galen. serious. Email to petermaniartist.com I used to pack boxes uh, in a warehouse for years um, it was pretty much my first job and, so, oh sorry in the ring in the no, ring yeah, yeah. sorry about that um, nah great like, I've been training for a good couple of months now look any celebrity out there that's watching the show he'll fight anybody anyone hopefully we can get an opponent where we can see the best of you I'll take anyone I'll fight I'll good I'm in the gym uh, it's ready sit to down, go. mate. sit down oh, relax open. relax Galen the boys are fired up oh Wow. What are you reckoning, Cavalier? Which one was Galen? <laughs> the horse-faced Martian. No, but which one of those three voices was, was Galen? <laughs> the one touting Murebin? <laughs> the one challenging you yeah. to a boxing match. You're a celebrity. You're a much bigger celebrity. I'm not a celebrity. You are. But you... I'm thin and wearing glasses and elderly. <laughs> Whereas you're at the gym <laughs> and you look like the Chesty Bonds cartoon character guy. Yeah, well, maybe this is, what do you, maybe this is a good uh, good look for me, Tone. I mean, mm. the show is getting more popular. So you're yeah. saying that I should head down to try and get the show more ratings. Yes. I should head down to a car park <laughs> and have a boxing match with a man that now is not even on T reality television anymore. <laughs> He's moved down to guest on community television yeah. to try and promote the show. Well, you have well I say, hey, Mishinandi, look out. Because we... <laughs>
Get this is coming for you. <laughs> All right. Look, maybe you need some advice from someone who really does know about boxing, and that yeah, would yeah. be uh, Sylvester Stallone, who's all over uh, the papers today. He is. And, you know, what was he bringing into the country mm. in the bags? And could it be of help to you? Was it a script for No Retreat, No Surrender 5? Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope so. Uh, let's find out, because I think we've got uh, Sylvester Stallone on the phone now. Uh, right. Uh, Mr. Stallone, what was the substance in the 48 vials? Uh, what? Somatropin. Somatropin. Sorry, was that words? Uh, do you think the 48 vials of somatropin have had any adverse effects on you? Okay, fair enough. Um... Now, just quickly, I understand you're calling us from Asia, where you're making another sequel uh, to one of your films. Is it uh, Rambo 4? Sorry? Stop or my mom will shoot again. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks for talking to us. Oh, someone get him some somatropin, please. What is somatropin, Ed? Somatropin? Hmm. Ah. <sighs> Too long to go. I can't go into it here. Yeah. Oh, we'll be here all day talking ions <laughs> and neutrons and. Is it something you know, to do with Ian Turpey's uh, downstairs department? Oh yeah, sonic action Ian triggers. Turpey. You know, maybe okay. If Ed Cavalli isn't a celebrity, mm. uh, then not he's at all. not fit for a celebrity boxing match. No. Who can, Certainly could... not in the in the league that Galen's talking about. Yeah. I mean, these guys have got a car park and they they've got a couple of witches hats <laughs> and they've cornered off some of the better. Some of the better spots close to the you know close yeah. to the exit doors. Terps would Terps be an ideal opponent? Terps in the Derps v Gale. Yeah, That's, yeah, okay. I reckon. Okay. I reckon he's up for it. If you know what I'm saying, are. he'd have to be. He'd have to be tested for stiffy spray first because that could be, <laughs> you know, performance enhancing. Anyway, a lot is of jabs to the thigh. Hey, if we you know nearly, what I mean. It's almost a sports break there. Oh, what? We'll have to do. Oh, hey. turn it up, turn it up. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Let's oh, do. I'm gonna get a struck match in here somewhere. Did said I'm gonna head flip and I'm gonna. Go spit all over his. More sports in a hey? moment. Oh, what? Oh, tell you what, Martin. Oh, oh get, get this. Get rubbing. That'd be in excess. Oh. Here, and get this. Thinking Realm about note. saxophones. <laughs> You've come to the right show. <laughs> Never let you go. Triple M around the nation. Those Stallone vials. How many? It's interesting, isn't it? Well, 48. It says here in uh, today. See, that's what the problem was. When they, the people showed up at the hotel... Mm. You can't flush them all. No. You can't swallow 49. You have to, that's why they had to turf someone yeah, over the, Off the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, nobody that's your problem. That. It says here, after his brush with the customs officers last month, Stallone insisted the suspicious substance detected in uh, the baggage search was not steroids. No. And he was right. It was growth hormone. <laughs> it was 48 vials of growth hormone. How you get that? To try something to make your granddad... Looks like he could still be in an action movie. <laughs> but have a look at him. It's your granddad with his hair dyed black. Yeah. What is that Rambo movie going to look like? Honestly. It's going to look like when Weird Al was uh, Rambo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the plastic pecs. <laughs> well, Charlie Sheen did it in uh, Hot Shots, didn't he? Oh, That's that, the, was, that was great. I'm sure that is what the real Rambo will look like in Gosh. the next one. Hey, uh, you said we're going to have sports. You want to do it? Oh, yeah. Time for a sports report. Oh. What do you got for us, Kev, man? Uh, well, listen up, fellas. Uh, the, big, the, the big male is on the swimming, and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that Jody Henry can't wait for next week's championships. Oh, yeah. Your sports connection. Get this on Triple M. Oh, here's a story. Here's a big news story. One of Australia's top specialists in attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I got that in high school. Believes the links between doctors and drug companies could be contributing to overprescribing the drugs uh, to treat the condition in children. So I've lost interest mm. in this article already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was playing PlayStation. What did you say? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? The idea that you know the doctors are sort of in the pockets of the drug companies. Jeez, I don't know if that's true. We're not compromised, said uh, one doctor as he tumbled down the water slide at Pfizer's exclusive <laughs> Ritalin Island off the Gold Coast. <laughs> um, uh, I had that in uh, in high school. Did you? Yeah, my friend Dave, uh, he went off and got ADD and came mm. back and he said, look, I've got this certificate, I get half an hour extra in exams. Oh, great. Uh, I don't have to go to some things. Mm. I get you can go. I can leave class if I'm, getting, if I'm freaking out. Mm. He got the, the pills. Yeah. My friend Michael said, oh, I've 
what happened in the test. So he went and got it, <laughs> and he got the extra half hour in the exam, and that's what got him into university, got him special consideration. Wow, ADD. And I, yeah, and I went and did the same thing. So I went and got myself uh, got myself some ADD uh, in <laughs> high school because my marks were good enough to get into uni, right. and it, it got me in. Fantastic. It's amazing. It's great. See, in the 70s. It's a beep test. It's easy to rig. All you got to do is wait for the beep. <laughs> hang on. Just hang out for a second and then hit the button whenever you think whenever you think an ADD oh, kid would hit the button. These are great tips. We never had ADD in the 70s because the there, there weren't enough things to be distracted by. <laughs> now you've got the internet and pornography oh, yeah. and ice, <laughs> mobile phones. We didn't have ice in my day. Cargo <laughs> pants and things in your pockets. <laughs> Who knows what exams I could have got out of if we had ice in my day. Oh, we we had Starsky and Hutch, the Pi 3 in one stereo, <laughs> and that sort of buzzy bee thing that you would put a wooden buzzy bee. And What's a buzzy bee? It didn't distract you. On What's wheels. A buzzy it was bee? a bee on wheels. The wings turned. <laughs> Wasn't enough to register an ADD rating. Uh, we're running late. I think we are abandoned what we were going to do. Okay. We've been distracted. Yeah. <laughs> we need some Ritalin in here. Should play a song on the Pi 3 in one stereo now. <laughs> Oh, the pie three and oh, one. Yeah, we're what, going, were, what were the three? It was a turntable. Yes, and uh, a, a cassette player and a radio in one thing. Ed, <laughs> my goodness. What else could you need? What are we going to do? You had to move out. Of, someone had to sleep in the yard <laughs> to fit it into the house. Oh, that was the iPod of its day. Was there an auxiliary function, even though you didn't have anything to plug into it? We only dreamed of an auxiliary function. <laughs> one day they'll have one. We said we won't know what it's for, but we'll have that. Plug the B in. See what happens. <laughs> You didn't have the buzzy bee. Dude, I, I had ADD, all right? I had a Super Nintendo. I loved every second. More in a moment. I'll get this. Oh, look. Still putting this show together on the run. It's Get This Around the Nation. Boys in town. Divinals. Divinals, correct. Um, sorry, I'm only hearing you in one side of my headphones. Yeah, it's because we had some earphone trouble. The Pi 3 and 1 yeah. earphones so fell over. Ed's not even wearing his. The show's sounding great over in that side of the room. Yeah. Rubbish over there. Don't look over there, people. Okay. Uh, I understand you've got some important news reinventions. Yeah, I love, a, I love a good invention. I especially love one uh, from a 71-year-old retiree. Mm. What's this he is, done? This is great. And uh, he's invented a gravity eliminator. Oh, about time. It's an anti-gravity machine. Um, Where has he done this? For the home? This is uh, in Victoria, in uh, regional Victoria, I I believe. He's He's one for Ross Noble's uh, (laughs) tour. This is great. Yes. Ross Noble needs to track this bloke down for his show. This is an amazing invention. It originally started life as a liquid pump. Then he added uh, red skateboard wheels, gears and odd-shaped plastic bits. And uh, apparently, (laughs) yeah, there we go. It defies, it makes makes gravity disappear. It's an anti-gravity machine. Yeah. And what's he written on the side of it? Uh, gravity, like in old Radiola-style writing. He didn't have an anti. <laughs> That's true. Wasn't he's, big enough. He's promoting the opposition right there. I think what happens is you put the gravity in that hole and it comes out anti or something. Oh, yeah. It's quite uh, elaborate. My anti-gravity machine. Someone's written gravity on it. Ah, <laughs> those gravity kids. Curse you, gravity kids. I dare say that when you're 71 years of age and you're uh, going commando in a pair of short shorts, <laughs> a gravity eliminator could come in handy, perhaps, for the wife. <laughs> Ah, uh, what a disturbing image. Thank you. <laughs> We've got to follow that play. He might be onto something. We're laughing at his invention, no, but if he can get gravity into that pipe mm. and then down into the wheelbarrow underneath it, <laughs> I reckon he might be onto something. <laughs> it weighs 50 kilograms. Global warming sorted. Hey, uh, uh, is he working on a uh, hover skateboard at all? He should be. Back the future style? Because that's you... when I get on board. That's when I'm really you know, starting to like an invention. <laughs> Stop all this global warming, carbon emissions. That's all going to, that'll sort itself out. <laughs> Hoverboards for all. Everyone get on the hoverboard. <laughs> How old is that bloke? 71 years of age. See, oh, he's not old enough really to have a, a secret to long life. Remember that woman yeah. the other day? We got, yeah. A woman believed to be the world's oldest person has died at 128. And if you're wondering about her secret to longevity, it was a glass of beer a day with two raw eggs in it. Beer and eggs. I'm not prepared to do that. The foundation of a healthy diet. You'll live to 127. Mm. Then you've got this 107-year-old bloke uh, in Hong Kong who's still Spring in... Spring chicken. He's exactly. The 127-year-old person doesn't like this Pesky bloke. Pesky adolescents. <laughs> young people today. Uh, still enjoys an occasional smoke. Has uh, yeah. attributed his longativity or longevity in some parts of the country to decades of sexual abstinence. Hmm. I don't know why I've lived this long, he says, but I'm not getting any. 
Uh, no, maybe it has to do with the fact that I've lived a sexless life for many years, since I was 30. Wow. Uh, Mr. Chan was pictured looking sprightly at his own banquet. Uh, oh, and now he wants to quit his... Uh, his abstinence. Oh, I so now he's decided, I've got 107. All right. I've been doing this for 77 years. Time to get back on the horse. Back on board. <laughs> Online dating for you, sir. <laughs> Speed dating. Speed dating at the Guinness Book of Record events. Oh. He's waited 77 years. Does he like older chicks? <laughs> he's going to go <laughs> off. That bloke is going to go he off. He likes older women, so it's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Losing contenders all the time. It's a bold gamble, though, isn't it? I mean, he's decided at 30, yeah, right, this will work. And then it has, but he's never, you know, who's to say that that's the reason? Maybe he's just been drinking beer and eggs. Oh, you're right. Maybe the beer and eggs have been doing all the yeah, work. What if it, yeah, what if it's all been in vain? The not getting any has been getting the credit. Can't tell him that, though. Anyway, look, uh, today's show, um, guys, I know on the rundown... It says that at this point I'm supposed to do a scene with that bloke Jim from EastEnders. You know, oh, yes. The bloke yeah. who talks like that on EastEnders. Yeah, I like that guy. He does say that. On uh, UKTV, on Foxtel. I just, I don't know. I just think the character might be a bit too obscure. Mm. Too late now. Make your secrets out. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Everybody's seen it. Everybody knows. Jim, I'm sorry. I, I don't have a script prepared. You've made your bed. You lie in it. Yeah, I've told everyone it's going to be a really good segment. Everyone's a bit iffy with a troop now and again, aren't they? <laughs> Especially us on this program. Don't I know it. I mean, our producer, Nikki Hamilton, has been trying to rein the show in. She's trying hard at everything she does. She's a lovely young girl. Well, perhaps I should say woman now she's turned 21. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now uh, Richard's got his eye on her. Although he claims that's not the case. He's a load of old tush and you know it. I mean, the bloke is besotted with her. Heaven knows why. Oh, hang on, Jim. That's a bit rude. Don't I know it. I wanted you to help me out with this segment. No, what you want is my approval. Or you ain't going to get it. Because what you're doing is wrong. All right. Jeez. Maybe I'll just move on to our guests in the next hour, guys. Uh, we've got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, the commentary on that, on the DVD, is great. That's the joy of these DVDs, isn't it, Hey, eh? All these extra bits. You don't get that on the beta max, do you? Jim, that is enough. This is becoming annoying and repetitive. Don't I know it. Oh, please! Stop it! Get him out! It's just confusing people. Come on, Jim. What do you think is uh, getting too much hype in this country? Mm. Is that Stella McCartney gear getting too much Perhaps. hype? Perhaps. Is Galen's celebrity boxing match as advertised no. on community TV getting <laughs> I love it. Any celebrities that are watching, the phones have lit up. <laughs> Carrie Ann's on the line. <laughs> All right, we'll find out who's getting... Too much hype next yeah. on Get This. Get This. The research certainly suggests uh, that it's not that productive. Brought to you by Ryan Langley, who loves wacky sound effects. Personally, I find them cheap and gratuitous. Get This is the program. It's heard on Triple M. That's where you're listening right now. If you're in Brisbane or Melbourne or Adelaide mm -hmm. or Sydney. Hey, good for you. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. And in the next hour, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are in. Maybe yeah, you're not quite forward to it. sure yeah. who they are. They were the two blokes in their film, Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Mm. You've seen them in so many things. Simon Pegg was in Mission Impossible 3. He was. There we go. Spaced was a great series on the ABC. So many fans. There's websites. There's the Spaced Out website. They've all been contacting us. Have they? Telling us not to cock it up. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Look, I went... Hey, they're behind April. Are they? They say oh, okay. they're going to wear capes for the whole month of April. Good Just because we're having Peg and Frost on. Oh, thanks, guys. Good mm. to have you on board, all three of you. Uh, uh, and uh, But last night I went to the Q&A session. Oh, how was that? Popcorn Taxi yeah. Q&A session. Have all the good questions been asked? Yeah, well, all the good synopsis have been read out. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Other people with this All the good place? statements disguised as questions have been said. Oh, uh, but the... Like uh, there was, no, the film got an amazing response. Yeah, Hot Fuzz is the film. Yeah, it was re went really, really well. But it was all right. I only heard one, only one audience member screamed out, you know, shut the F up to the guy. <laughs> Moderating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Politely asking questions. Spaced is a fantastic show that not enough people have seen. Yeah. You yeah. can get it on DVD. The ABC played... I'm onto my rant. Here we go. I haven't really done one this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how shoddy is this? I don't know. A way to treat a TV show. Yeah, yeah. They played the first series... Mm. 10 o'clock on Tuesday yeah, nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay. Didn't Sex advertise it, uh -huh. but enough people saw it. Yep. 
Then they repeated it about six months later yes. at midnight on Saturday. Sexy new time. And then, without telling anyone, mm. even the press didn't spot this. No. They went straight into the second series. At midnight yeah. on Saturdays. Yeah, look, there's... Yeah, I know. And look at what they put on in, like, normal times. What are you talking about? Rubbish. Rubbish? Like Peter Rosethorns. <laughs> Can we help you? Is that, that, that what you're getting that at? That thing where Father Dougal is a superhero. Oh, yeah, That yeah. even he didn't like. Yeah. I know, Tom. That's on in prime time. Look, I... I, I Royal family after midnight. I know, Tom. Father Ted, not at all. I know. I mean, I'm listing this... Alan Partridge, yep. never. Because yep. I'm listing this because I have to because I'm sitting in the studio. <laughs> but those out there in the real world, they've got the option to switch over to any station they like. <laughs> Sorry. Get <laughs> the is, comedy channel. That's the answer. It is... Yeah. I, the ABC treat British comedy like mm. crap. I know they do. Uh, anyway. And these are good shows. You're absolutely right, Tony. These they're not are boring, obscure shows. No, they're really good for shows. nerds. Great shows. Spaced is one of them. Uh, hunted out on the DVD if you have to. Yep. But uh, anyway. Prob- oh, hang on. Oh, no. Is that the alarm that means oh. I've been ranting for too long? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's the hinder alert. That oh. means we're about to play Lips of an Angel. Oh, Although, I don't think we've brought it into the studio with oh, us no. today. Rich How are we going to do no, this? What's happened is Rich has left, right? What's happening is his girlfriend's here, Tone. Oh. Right, but Rich has walked off. Oh, and dear. he's sitting in a room yeah. with his ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I'm worried something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So you and I need to play him a song to bring him back into the fold. You know what I'm saying? So I'm it's s- like, you know what it's like? Yeah. It's like his ex-girlfriend has the lips of an angel. Oh, okay. So right. if you could just strum and and, hu- and sing, just I'll do whatever I can in the background. <laughs> okay, here we go. go. Two, One, three, four. Does this sound like it? Yeah, you need some words, Tone. Ready? Words. Plenty of them. Honey, why are you calling Thanks, me so late? Coming from the lips of an angel. Honey, why Thank you, carefully and hinder. Ah, oh, singing from who knows who and guitar solo from 81. <laughs> Going off. It's Get This on Triple M Around the Nation. It's time for Climb. I think you'll find Mountain. What is kidding? It's turned into quite a little sing-along, man. <laughs> who? Maybe that's getting too much hype. Too much hype. Too much hype. Too much hype. What is, you know, people are saying mm. the Stella McCartney gear. Don't believe the hype. Thank you, Flavor. <laughs> Thank you, Flavor. How does he have time to pop in here between all those TV shows? Amazing. I like the fact that we've got some hip-hop cred now. Uh, have we really? Even it's from 20 years ago. Do you right. know that for a fact? Nation. We have hip-hop cred? <laughs> yeah, we're big. I mean, the Soul Train Awards were the other night. How did yeah. we go? Oh, we did very well. <laughs> Your version of Body of a Wonderland got best R&B soul single. Again? Ned Cavalier's version of No. Body is a Wonderland. Don't believe that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, isn't we shouldn't play it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, what about that show that's on, I think, Channel 9, mm. The Catch-Up? Don't oh. believe the hype. Has anyone seen that yet? Uh, no, but I've seen The View in oh. America. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, here's what they're saying in the Sydney Morning Herald, and I'm assuming this is correct. Uh, Ratings-wise, mm-hmm. the catch-up is down to 164,000 people a day. Oh, That's yeah. from an opening figure of 224,000. Mm. It's now averaging uh, 50,000 fewer than Oprah on 10, mm. 15,000 fewer than The Young and the Restless, the show that it replaced. Ouch. Oh, what is the answer? Eddie's going to have to host it's going to have to be the oh, catch-up with Eddie Maguire. That's a good idea. Because oh, yeah. his show, that 100 to 1 thing, that's doing all right. Is it? Or 1 versus 100, whatever it is. Mm. Yep. So the answer is obviously Eddie just has to do everything. That's a good idea. If you can't do it properly, do it yourself. That's fair enough. Just Eddie Absolutely on, fair on enough. every show. Uh, Maguire's Anatomy. <laughs> is that? Oh, that's the other channel, isn't it? <laughs> We're on, on Maguire's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. That'd be yeah, that'd good. Be good. Yeah. I'd like that. I just get, I'm trying to think of some 60 other... Maguires? Some puns. I, I just can't think of any other Channel 9 shows. I can Neither tell can you I. what's on the Crime Investigation <laughs> Network on Foxtel. I can tell you that Space was on at midnight on the mm, ABC. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so maybe that's overhyped. What yeah, else? Uh, this swimming. Come on, guys. It's a swimming... The world's swimming something or another's. Okay. Don't yeah, believe the hype! I never point at you, Rich. I've got to learn to do that. Uh, have a listen to this. Somebody said that there are still 2,000 tickets for Saturday's opening ceremony left. 
left to, to, to be sold. Right. It's an 11,000-seat venue. Yeah. I think what's more amazing is that they've sold 9,000 <laughs> tickets to a swimming opening ceremony. Don't believe the hype! See, they're worried that the synchronized swimming isn't going to look full on TV. Oh, right. Now, they're worried that it's not going to look full because nobody's buying any tickets. Because the whole thing is making a mockery of our drought. (laughs) Let's get a hold of our precious water and have people dancing about it. I know. I know. Dancing about What music do they have playing? Uh, Enya. Lips of an angel. That's just taking the piss. I don't even know anymore. That is taking the piss. Look at what we can do with our precious drop. (laughs) I'm sure it's very popular. Maybe we should all go down with a bucket of our grey water. Yes. Pop it in the pool. Grey water synchronised swimming. That's a good idea. (laughs) From the murky depths. Brilliant. (laughs) All right. Metre grey water. Richard Marsden, what is getting too much? Hype. Uh, the death of Captain America. Don't oh, believe yeah. the hype. Oh, that's going to be bogus. He'll be back in a couple of issues. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly mm. right. And I think, I mean, the reason that he's being killed, he's not strong. He, he needs a cape. He's never yeah. worn a cape. He's never had a cape. He's always just had the spandex. Is it spandex? Spandex. He'll be absent he's for Capril. He's got and a shield. I'm not sure exactly what happens. It's farewell drinks for Captain America, though. Yeah, they say that. Except I notice he's been shot in the shoulder. Yeah. And in the stomach. So that means... He's not going to kill a superhero. That's right. Why the shoulder? I mean, how long has Captain America been going? A few years, I'm guessing. It was around when I was... Oh, since World War Two. I think he actually tidied up World War Two. Did he? I think he, that was one of Captain America's jobs. Did a bang-up right job. Okay. Did Get one it. of them surges. <laughs> well, hasn't anyone thought to shoot him before this? <laughs> <laughs> you would think... He would work out the bullet matrix. Yeah, I mean, all these guys... shoulder! I'm going to take out Captain America with this bow and arrow. Dude, that is not going to work. We've been trying that for years. Jack Bauer gets shot in the shoulder in 24. Every day. It's actual time. It'll be 20 minutes later. Fine. Now Nothing wrong. It's just the shoulder. Why do they kill... They kill, you know, the fun. I like... When's Jeremy from Zitz taking a shotgun blast to the face? Who's that? <laughs> you know, the little comic strip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when are the team from Better or Worse getting, <laughs> When's someone going to run caps? into one of the panels, spray them all? Someone going to take out the Wizard of Id. <laughs> yeah. When's someone going to stuff Fred Bassett into a sack and throw him off a bridge? <laughs> a lot of other cartoon characters that can be sorted out. Little Dot. She's been oh, getting it too li- good for too long. Tot. Spooky, the ghost. With the, with the top hat. Bowl hat. Sorry. What? keeping it up there. I love that. He's a ghost. It's one of the great questions, isn't it? On this program, sure it is. is. <laughs> Gee, maybe if they were talking about issues like this on the catch-up, <laughs> they'd be rating even less. Okay. Uh, is that everything that makes Flavor say? Don't believe the hype. What do you think is getting too many props? Yeah, too many props, too much press, just too much in you. Like, swimming gets so much publicity. Yeah. There's a bloke making a hoverboard in the bush. In a wheelbarrow that's got gravity written on the side that's of it. That's right. Why is Where he? is that man's primetime slot? <laughs> I would watch that for two hours every night. <laughs> Barrow man. What is getting too much hype? One, triple three, five three. Hey, yeah, that's our cast mm. here at Get This Around the mm-hmm. Nation on Triple M. What is getting too much hype? Who's going first? Hello, Genevieve. How are you? Oh, hello. Oh, Hi, guys. <laughs> hello. Uh, what's getting too much hype, Genevieve? Uh, I think that the Stella McCartney uh, collection is getting... Don't yeah. believe the hype! Considering there are no capes in the collection. Ah, yeah, very true. No yeah. capes. So trench coats. Very, yes, no, lots of trenches. close enough to a cape. Fair enough, Genevieve. You are a purist and I like that about you. Yeah. Did I'm you... also a spaced out member. I'm one of the three that you mentioned. Oh, <laughs> I knew it! I knew there's many. I know that there's lots more than three. I was just being sweet. I know, that's all right. Hey, I was you... last night as well. Oh, you, you were? Yeah, oh, I was screaming. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic. And the guys are lovely. They're oh, so nice. Good, good, good. We'll Thank turn you. them around, don't worry. Yeah. And Genevieve, I am right, aren't I? The second series was premiered at midnight. Yeah, I actually missed it. There oh. you go. One of the fans didn't even <laughs> know it was I on. I got onto it because Genevieve. of Shaun of the Dead. So. Genevieve, don't give him any excuse for a rant. No, okay? go for it. Yeah, no, don't. Because it. Genevieve, you don't have to sit here after the show. You know, sometimes <laughs> I miss dinner because Tone's going on and on yeah, about the Brit-ass empire. But you're... <laughs> And how bad it is, yeah. I'd like to point out. Uh, how does a six-series DVD... You go, how did it get to six? Hey, thank you. Thank you, Genevieve. The shithouse empire. Sorry, Genevieve. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Thank you very much. Hello, Paul. How are you? Uh, g'day, guys. How are you going? Excellent, sir. What's getting too much hype? The F1 Grand Prix. Don't right. believe the hype. Oh, and dude. well done you for waiting for our sting. Touché. <laughs> I like it. You've got a headline, the gripe? Yeah. Oh, Give me a moment yeah. and then continue. Hey, what, what is it, Paul, that gets you goat about it? Well, they never try and jump the lake. 
Oh, <laughs> see, that would make it more visual. Yeah, well, then it sort of factor in a bit of a Birdman rally aspect. Oh, Paul, oh. you have absolutely hit the nail on the head. Are you saying that the prize for winning the Grand Prix should be that you get the chance to try and jump the lake on a, a novelty bike of some sort? Yeah. Well, possibly, but I reckon they should award them a cape rather than a trophy. Yeah, uh, see, everyone's getting behind cape. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, it needs to be more visual. I mean, lots of people go to the car racing. I'm assuming it's a top day out. But surely <laughs> you're just sitting there and you're just saying, Surely that's the only bit you see. Yeah, At least well, on the telly, can, you're seeing all of it. I'm going to have to correct you there. It's not a top day out. No, oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, and just so you know, Tony, uh, Alan Partridge was actually screened by Channel 7. Yeah, after midnight. Yeah, well, what can you say? And <laughs> I don't think they played the middle series. No, they didn't. Oh, there they you go. Didn't. Paul, have you learned nothing from Genevieve? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, hello, Shane. How are you? Don't believe the hype. The upcoming election in New South Wales is getting too much press, you reckon? Yeah, that's it, mate. Give it a lot of them people. And um, the lady you had on the other day is from that uh, Australian Gherkins. I reckon she'd make a good Prime Minister. That's a good awful <laughs> job. She's a <laughs> job for Prime Minister. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Things will be sorted out pretty quickly. But that is true. I mean, the forward promotes of elections are ridiculous because, I mean, now they're campaigning for 2008 in the US. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the third month of 2007, and they're already yeah. talking about the election at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we've had it. And now I think uh, Fred Dalton Thompson from Law and Order. Oh, he's yes, thrown his he hat. He's a very good actor. Yes. Going to be... Uh, for the Republicans. Yeah, running for the Republicans. Mm. So who have they got now? You've got uh, Cuda. Yep. The uh, mechanic from Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, yep. he's a congressman. <laughs> yes, You've got uh, Gopher. Yes, from the Love Boat. <laughs> yeah, uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, of course. In there. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Wow. Jesse the Body Ventura. Screech for president. <laughs> How far away is that? <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you going? Really good. What's uh, getting too much hype? Lottie Takiri. Mm. Don't believe now, that! Now, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, Tone, explain who Lottie Takiri is. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's a Turkish soft drink, <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, it's a, a Powerball competition in the Ukraine. It's a car. It's a, related to the Skoda, the car from Russia. <laughs> no, it's a football. What is it? He's a footballer, Chris. Of course he is! And what's been happening? He's choosing... He's, he's trying... To, he was deciding for the last seven months if he was going to go back to rugby league or stay with rugby union. Oh, Chris. He's decided, and he's still hearing about it. Oh, and are you, uh, were you losing sleep, Chris? No, I was just sick of changing the channel every time he came on the television. <laughs> no idea what any of this means. <laughs> I'm sure it's important. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Oh, really good. What's go. getting too much hype? Oh, Alex Favola. Don't believe the hype! Uh, Tone, explain uh, who that is. Now, there's, I know there's a... <laughs> is this someone related to Lara Bingle? Uh, slightly. Yeah. yeah, related to strong words. I, can't, I just can't stand it. I'm so over it. Isn't it Brendan? For, who's that? Yeah, 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 well done. It's wife of... Uh, oh, Brendan. the wife! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's, she's sort of... Uh, What's she, happened, Rich? She's been doing on. some good stuff. She was on A Current Affair and... Uh, they had an interview with Brendan, uh, sorry, Brendan Favola and Alex Favola, mm. just talking about how they've patched the marriage up since mm. the Lara Bingle thing. And she was quite frosty towards him. It was quite entertaining television, I have to tell you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so, Tracy, what is what isn't getting enough hype? What do you think needs more hype? Um, more hype. Yeah. Oh, the flags that are going to be put on the Westgate Bridge. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's in Melbourne. In Melbourne. As if, as if we don't need any more else to t tell the rest of the world that the West is tacky. <laughs> oh, no. Is that what it's about, do you think? Hey, I live in the West. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you very much for the call. No problems, guys. Nice to speak to you. Hey. That's good. That's a good selection, Tone. I was confused by the last couple of calls. <laughs> you sure were. But I'll be back on safe ground in the next hour as Simon Pig and Nick God, Frost yes, from Shaun of the yes. Dead, from Spaced and from Hot Fuzz. Looking forward to it. If you don't it. know what any of that means, you will at the end of the next hour of Get This. Get This. Yeah, fight it. Fight it. Write as many letters as you can, talk to as many people as you can and fight it. Brought to you by Leon from Geelong, who's such a big fan of the cats, he last night snuck onto his neighbour's property and drank a bottle of suntan lotion. Do what I want because I can, if I don't because I want to.
Triple M is rock. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. <laughs> it's the second hour of Get This. Welcome aboard, everybody. Hey, look, it's Simon Pig and Nick Frost yeah, from Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Hello. Thanks for coming right. in, guys. Hello, Australia. Hello, all. Now, I think you've uh, worked out who you're talking to because I see you've got a 2000 AD t shirt on. Simon. I have. It's the original typeface as well of the first. Uh, that's a loud bed. It is a loud bed. <laughs> Welcome to Australia. <laughs> we like our rock and roll loud. <laughs> I'll crank it down. 2000 AD, I did have the first issue of that, and it was stolen. Stolen from my locker at school. Uh, that would be worth a do? penny or two I now. Know. I had uh, I had hundreds of issues of 2000 AD, which I collected over a space of years, and I went away travelling when I was 18 for, like, two years. And when I came back, Mum had flung them all out. Uh, oh, not thrown them. Flung them all out. Not even sold them. Oh, Do you know what? Even if eBay had existed in those days, she still would have thrown them out. Yeah. <laughs> have you spoken to her since at all? No. We don't, <laughs> we don't talk anymore. Last time I saw her. My mum threw all threw a, literally a bathtub full of my comics into an incinerator, uh, and she said, this is for your character development. You'll thank me later. And look what happened. Turned you into a serial killer. That's right. Wearing a human skin suit as I present the program. Let's have some music and then have a proper conversation. I'll get this. Oh, that's a treat. That's Lou Reed. Very uh, much. New York, Dirty Boulevard. Here, get this. It's the second hour on Triple M. Please, some more of that fake applause for Simon Big and Nick Frost. What do you mean fake? <laughs> All fake applause for everybody on the show. So Nothing that, but that crowd are miming. <laughs> Our listeners would probably know you from Shaun of the Dead. A lot of them know you from Space, but Hot Fuzz is coming out. Is it this week it's out? Tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, tomorrow. How would you explain it to somebody who hasn't even seen the poster? If you ever watched an episode of Miss Marple and thought more people should die horribly, <laughs> go and see Hot Fuzz. It's kind of like Tony Scott directing The Bill. <laughs> Great. That's what we want. How many action films... There's a scene in the movie where uh, Nick, your character, opens up a pretty impressive DVD yeah. library in your house. Is that stuff from you guys' collection? How much did you have to watch? It was actually the combined... Uh, it was it was Edgar's and his brother's collection that we... Because it's massive. And, yeah, it's uh, yeah, we watched a lot of films to do the the research for Hot Fuzz. We watched every single cop film. Nick, we gave a, Nick a pile of twenty. What did you watch? Uh, they gave me a pile of twenty, and Bad Boys Two was on the top. Oh, and yes. I watched that, and that was that. That was it. <laughs> you were in research <laughs> complete. Where do you go after there? You can't watch Turner and Hooch after watching Bad Boys Two. Isn't it? Our favorite title for a cop movie is the Steven Seagal film Half Past Dead. Yeah, <laughs> is it that time already? <laughs> and listen, our listeners have been emailing in to say there's a sequel in production, straight to video. Good news. Sadly, five to dead. Twenty-five no. to <laughs> twenty-five past dead. You would think. Half past dead too. Oh. Just not trying. I should have called it half past two dead. <laughs> Mortar clock. What you know? What conventions did you observe and go? We've got to squeeze that in somewhere. Um, all of them. We genuinely watched as many films as possible uh, just to reacquaint ourselves. But we'd seen all of them before, uh, but we wanted to reacquaint ourselves with the sort of language of action. And so there's a lot, you know, obviously simple stuff like the gun that never has to be reloaded. And, uh, <laughs> yes. But even to the point of there's the, the little cliches like whenever anybody speaks into a microphone at a public event in a film, it will always feed back <laughs> just right. before they speak. That right. always, it's, uh, it always goes, hello. Uh, so we, we even did that one. We had Danny Boyle on yesterday and I was too embarrassed to say to him, but he's done a space movie. Yes, yeah, And I was driving in to see it and I'm going, you know what they always have now in a space movie? There's always someone who gets around the ship on like rollerblades right. or a skateboard a or, or a bike <laughs> yeah. and then usually can't hear someone creeping up behind them because they've got rap music on their headphones. Yeah. That goes back to The Thing, that the character of Knowles in The Thing, oh, John Carpenter's yes. The Thing. He was on actual roller skates because it was the 80s. Ah. Uh, but it, yeah, it, and he, he had a Walkman on and that stopped him from hearing the giant creature sneaking yeah, up behind him. Twelve minutes into sunshine, someone zips up a metallic corridor on one of those razor bikes. There you go. Get off. You've got to get that in. <laughs> it's a classic. You've got to do it. And we were talking to uh, Danny Boyle about zombie movies, and he you know, did 28 Days Later, which kind of sped up the zombies. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what I love is when you did Shaun of the Dead, you decided to adhere to the convention of the lumbering zombies. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We we met Danny in Sydney actually the other day. He's a lovely fella, but we did think that film should have been called Twenty Eight Coffees later because those zombies <laughs> they just move way fast. I think it was I think it was good though because what Danny did was he sort of reinvented the genre a bit and he he played with it and came up with something new. We specifically wanted to go back to Romero's kind of mm-hmm. you know um, canon and and have it as if it was 
you know, as if Dawn of the Dead was happening in in the United States, and this was what happened right. was happening in London as the epidemic took over the world. Right. So it was uh, it was very important that we we stuck to his rules. You know, I think the thing about the zombies as well, the slow zombies, is the fact that you can run as much as you like, but they are gonna <laughs> get you. <laughs> you know, they're like lava around the church. <laughs> but they don't tire. That's the thing. Great. Great cardiovascular fitness, they those zombies. Yeah. Never get tired. If you're in a room with a zombie, you can run around all day getting away. You can do the Vs at it, sing at it. It won't, But eventually you will go to sleep and it will eat you. And that is it. But what's, what's great about Shaun of the Dead and about the Hot Fuzz is that you'll see descriptions of them and inevitably the word spoof will be used. Oh, yeah. Except we're not in no. Mel Brooks. Zucker Brothers country because these films seem to work as proper films Shaun of the Dead works as a proper zombie movie as well as being a comedy I think it's because we kind of um, you know we sort of love those films I think and Mel Mel Brooks is an interesting case in point actually because you look at films like uh, Young Frankenstein and uh, um, Blazing Saddles and High Anxiety he loved universal horror movies and he loved westerns and he loved you know Hitchcock so those films are infused they're less spoofy in a way even though they're comedies they're still you know like Young Frankenstein looks like a universal horror film Um, but yeah we're not interested in taking the mickey you know we, we kind of we know no one's ever going to cast us in a big action film, or, a, or a, we have to make it ourselves. And seeing as we're comedians, they have to be funny. So, um, yeah, I mean, if Shaun of the Dead is a spoof of anything, it's a spoof of romantic comedies. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not yeah. a spoof of zombies. Always film. play it very straight, though, as well. You, yeah. know, um, you know, the comedy comes from the fact it's a tiny West Country village yes. being sh- shot to pieces. Oh, it's totally yeah. believable. Yeah. You know, <laughs> up until about like the seventh reel, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Once the vicar produces a machine gun, when, uh, the whole are off. When the church takes off. That's when, uh, <laughs> now, Simon, you say, oh, you know, you're not going to be cast, but you were in Mission Impossible 3, weren't you? Yeah, but what was I playing? <laughs> Mr. Geeky English Computer Tech. <laughs> They're coming through the North Quarter, Tom. I wasn't, I wasn't sprinting alongside Tom in Shanghai. I was guiding him on a mobile phone and a computer. Turn left, Ethan. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. It was fun to be, to be, to be in that, though. It was amazing. Scale, but it was the same. Yeah. You know, J.J. Abrams is very much. He's like Edgar. He's like a film fan who's become a filmmaker. You know, he's. Uh, Can he's, I do another one of those things? Go on then. You've got company, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> and were you the guy who we love on Twenty Four? Doesn't matter what building they're heading for, someone can just bring up the something called the schematics. Pull up the schematics. schematics. Yeah, yeah. Every oh. house in town. Yeah. I was the Tony. Uh, Tony Almeida. Tony Almeida. <laughs> now you were the Edgar Styles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Previously on Tony Horn. <laughs> we like to do a thing that makes us laugh. It's like we imagine that it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Jack Bauer doing the voiceover. Do you know at the beginning when he yes. says, oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. takes place between me. So we like to do a thing that we imagine they're in the voiceover booth and Jack goes, um, previously on 24. Sorry, Jack, could you do that again? Less camp? Okay, fine. <clears throat> previously on 24. No, you sound very gay. Oh, fine, you just... okay. <clears throat> Previously, 25. <laughs> and it goes on. There must be one day during the shoot for that where they have to get him into a booth to do the following takes place between yeah. 11 and 8. Would he just do them in one? Or would He'll he do it do... in a one You can tell by the way that it sounds that he does all the numbers sing 10 a.m. 11 a.m. All oh, right. It's like, a, it's like you can hear them pauses in book the... tickets at the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. 10 a.m. <laughs> uh, we've got more talking to do, uh, but first some music. I get this. Ah, that's the fray. How to save a life. Yes, we're well aware of that here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, stars of an excellent new film that opens tomorrow called Hot Fuzz uh, here. And I went to the screening last night, uh, a Q&A in Melbourne, and it went off. And the, the, the biggest response was from a... Perhaps a, a fight between a younger man and an older lady. People love kicking the granny in the face. It's uh, <laughs> I, obviously people, not. It was almost standing ovation when that came. It's on. the one thing we can't do in society. And uh, <laughs> when you see it depicted in a film, you celebrate it, can't we? It is massive. Have you ever been given like you know like ten cents or something or a dollar, and really what you really wanted was a substantial more amount of money? So what you wanted is you want to kick granny in the face, and you, and you can't. Kick. There are there are there are laws in place. Now you guys, I notice, are wearing the black armbands for John Inman today. Yeah. Uh, one of your Absolutely. fellow well you guys have done sitcoms uh, a compatriot was yeah I, I, that's a shame that it's, uh, mm. it's um, you know obviously when anyone pops off it's a shame but obviously we all know John Inman for uh, Mr Humphreys and yes. the catchphrase I'm free that's right, that's right. <laughs> we which, have, he, which he is now we have a recording of his uh, funeral here if you want to have a listen that's that's cheap 
and unnecessary. That's what that is rich in. <laughs> it's, uh, when you know, she says the words going up now, it seems so much more poignant <laughs> in, in music. Uh, going yeah. up to heaven. <laughs> Huge fans of you guys' uh, sitcom Spaced, which was uh, virtually shown by the ABC here in Australia. I heard they balls that right up. Yeah, they showed the, the second series of Midnight. What's good. wrong with you, ABC? <laughs> that you know how to they had lots mount. of birds of a feather to get through at prime time. Ah, yeah. the quality it's stuff. The big one. <laughs> but, you know, one of the great conventions that we do here in Australia from time to time is we get the cast of a British sitcom, we bring them down, and we get the name of their show, and the ad- we add the words Down Under to it. <laughs> hey, presto, local show. <laughs> what about Space Down but Under? Space Down Under, it could work. So we did Are You Being Served Down Under? Mm. John Tim- Inman, no one else from the original, local actors. Really? Yeah. I heard about that. That's yeah. right. It was kind of like it wasn't. It was just him and no one else. Yeah, he came down here for a while, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So space and I could just be you, Nick. You come down. <laughs> Mike, Mike's on maneuvers. That's all right. I've got to pay for a new house, so I, I do what I can. You <laughs> know. <laughs> but that was a fantastic show, uh, Space. And Edgar Wright, the bloke who directed it, has done your films. Yeah, yeah. He can whiz a camera around that bloke, can't oh, he? Oh yeah. That boy knows his way around a camera. He really does know how to make. He, he's quite uh, a fan of. Um, of making a camera move rather than just having it locked off. And so, yeah. you know, with Edgar, the, the camera work is a, is a character in itself as well. There was a brilliant episode of Space which was involved you going and uh, playing paintball. Oh, yeah. And the rival in the, on the other paintball team was someone who'd pinched your girlfriend. And it, he managed to make it look like Platoon. <laughs> it felt like Platoon that day. It was... Uh, it was the first time I'd ever been on a paintball range, and uh, yeah. oh, it was, I felt powerful. I'd been uh, paintballing before, and it was pr- very, very painful. <laughs> it, it killed. You'd also spent that time as a mercenary in the Slavic area, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I used to uh, tout my business with a Druganoff 672. Uh, <laughs> now, here's what you used to do. A lot of people listening to this might not know Spaced, and they're thinking, what are you talking about, guys? But they might recognise your voice. Aren't you the narrator of the Super Nanny? Nick? Yeah, I am. How did that happen? Wow. Uh, because I used to be married to Joe, and uh, oh, of course, it's a favour. So, uh, you know, they did this series, and they needed a voice, and uh, who better? Nick spent a lot of time on the naughty step. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we divorced. <laughs> and uh, Simon, people who haven't seen Space would possibly know you from Big Train, which was shown here. Did they show that here as well? Yeah, was a great. Fantastic, that got shown. Yeah. Was, great series. That was a fun show to do. That was kind of the first thing I did really, and uh, yeah, it was great to because uh, it. There were lots of different sketches in that, and we got to dress up a lot. And it's a very funny show. And also, you know, the kind of uh, it was the beginning of all that playing it straight kind of stuff. Yeah, that yeah, sort of it was. in the office, and the, the, um, less is more. The, the probably the big train, one of the most shows to be ripped off by makers of adverts. Oh man, it, get, I get, it never fails to f- infuriate <laughs> me. Uh, advertisers are such. I censored myself there. You know, get an idea of your own. Do you know what I mean? They say, oh, no, it's a tribute. No, it's not. It's, you're ripping us off. Like the year after Napoleon Dynamite came out, yeah. anyone that I knew that was an actor was that went for a commercial. Yeah. The first thing the person in the, you know, the white shoes and the spiky hair would say is like, it's kind of like a Napoleon Dynamite thing. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, God. Get lost. <laughs> and uh, one of the greatest uh, shootouts I've ever seen on film was mm. a sketch in Big Train. I think you were one of the BGs. Bee Gees versus Chaka Khan. Yeah. It was a historical recreation of an event that took place at the Sunrise Studios when uh, Chaka was sent out to take down the Bee Gees. They were out of hand. That's how they all. That's how they all passed on. Now, look. Why should we have all the asking mm. fun? Do you want to field uh, questions from our listeners? Do we ever? Oh, oh, yeah. We met up. some great all... fans uh, of Spaced and uh, and the films last night at the screening. Mm. And, Anyone uh, in costume? There was one, one guy, one guy, one guy. Who, who had a Shaun of the Dead outfit on, which was always great to see. And uh, and it was a real joy to sort of, you know, be on the other side of the world. And then there were these people that turn up to especially to see him. And, and we were we were quite moved, weren't we? You know what? I'm going to say this. We are all about the people. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's have Good. it. We Nick have... did say that earlier on in his helicopter as he went over. <laughs> <laughs> all about you down there. <laughs> I uh, I choked on a ruby for breakfast. <laughs> As usual. He only eats gems. <laughs> Do we have that thing, the zombie march this year? Do you have that in England? Oh, oh yeah, yes. we heard about that, yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's very popular here. People go on like a kind of a walk. Yeah, like a... Like a, a lumber. A lumber. They lumber right. through the streets dressed it's as like zombies. It's like a fun stagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For charity. We call it rush hour. Back <laughs> <laughs> at home. Uh, let's uh, see what our listeners have got to say. Let's do that next. Forget this. Well, I guess it's believable, but it is uh, 
quite, uh, well, quite alarming. Brought to you by Mel from Brisbane, who's had the name Stella McCartney tattooed onto her left buttock to increase its value. Thank you, Ads. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. <laughs> Simon Pegg is here. Not, Nick Frost is here, both from the excellent new film Hot Fuzz, hey, opening tomorrow hey. around the nation. That's the business out of the way. Guys, you know someone who's a regular on this program, Greg Fleet. Well, right? uh, actually, old friends. Actually, Tony, um, Nick and... Uh, and, and, uh, and Jeez, what happened to my brain just then? Uh, <laughs> it usually happens at this time. Sorry. You're it's the one scheduled for 10 to. Sorry, because I'm so excited about the question. I understand you guys are in a film with Greg Fleet called Dinner for Two. <laughs> you remember Dinner for Two? Yeah, Simon and yeah. Nick, yeah? Uh, it was one of our earliest pieces of work. And, yeah. uh, I think it featured perhaps the greatest visual joke ever with Greg trying to put an LP into a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I just got a video camera. Greg was living with us in London, and um, I just bought a video camera, and we decided to make a, ghost, a film called Dinner for Two, which was all about... I directed it. I wasn't in it. Uh, Nick went round for dinner with Greg and his missus, and then um, and they, they, they had a really bad improvised conversation. And then Nick left, and then they woke up, and Nick was back in the room, and then the phone rang, and it was the police saying that Nick had died in a car crash. <laughs> That's chilling, isn't it? <laughs> I hadn't got it until then. <laughs> Greg Fleet is Didn't currently... Didn't that end up being Ghost Dad? <laughs> yeah. uh... That was the sequel. <laughs> He's uh, working on a new show for the Comedy Festival. From Rehab! Yes. Hey, go oh, Fleety. Good luck to you, Fleety. If he's in there listening, go, buddy. Yep. <laughs> I think you're doing a good thing. Yep. If be... he is in there listening, yeah. why did they let him smuggle the radio in? He yeah. could have had... <laughs> It could have had smack in the battery compartment. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, we want questions. Questions yes. for these gentlemen. Okay. Sean, can I answer oh. an envelope, like an, an umbrella question before we Do begin? Do it now. Yes. Um, uh, I, I, I'm speaking on behalf of Simon here, which okay. I often do. I don't think there's going to be a third series of space. So. Oh, the phones have just oh. all gone out. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, guys. All the luck Cheers, guys. <laughs> Call now. Good, good luck on the Grand Prix. One triple three five three. <laughs> That'd be the Jay Giles Band. Of course it would. Here it get this centerfold around the nation on Triple M. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg from Hot Fuzz and Sean of the Dead are here with us, and we want to hear some good questions. Who's got one, Ed? Hi, Sean. Oh, Hi, guys. How you doing? Hi. Hi. How's it going? Just a quick one. I heard from a contact I have in England who's already seen uh, the new movie, but one of the great lines from Sean of the Dead makes a reappearance. I just want to, uh, I guess, confirm this is true, and that's when uh, one of the chaps go, uh, goes to the shop and says to the guy on the couch, why is it from the shop? And the response is... Cornetto. Cornetto. <laughs> we, do, we do reuse the confection Cornetto. Uh, with the, basically, the films are a trilogy of films in the, with the different flavours of Cornetto. Uh, in the future, <laughs> it will be known as the Cornetto Trilogy. Uh, I, I, I just jump on YouTube and watch that scene over and over because it's one of the greats. Oh, thanks, man. Well, go see the new movie because uh, I think it, it's, it's full of great moments. <laughs> I, uh, thank you, Sean. Hi, Hamish. How are you? Hey, how are you going, guys? Hey, hey, Hamish. i got a question for Simon. Go. Well, why uh, on earth are you doing movies with David Schwimmer? Uh, why am I? Why? I mean... Are you a friend, snob? <laughs> yeah, I really love the show. Yeah, um, what films... Were, you've done two films with him. I did you? it. I worked with him as a uh, as an actor in a film called Big Nothing, and then he directed me in a film called Run, Fat Boy, Run. Mm. He's a really nice guy. Uh, I think, uh, you know, he's uh, he's very talented and, and funny, and I think people, you know, that he gets a, from the sort of cynics who just like... I think Friends is a great show. It's a, I mean, like mm -hmm. it or not, it's a well-written, well-performed American sitcom and, uh, you know, people don't seem to want him to move on. Uh, I've worked with him because I, I like him. But more importantly, what is Run, Fat Boy, Run? Uh, it's a film about a guy who runs a marathon in order to win his girlfriend, Tandy Newton, back. Mm. Oh. And uh, the biggest joke in the film is that Tandy Newton would ever go out with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th thank you, Hamish. Hi, Josh. How are you? Good, guys. Yourself? I'm good. Hey, Josh. Yeah, that's the way. First off, love your work, guys. Love Shaun of the Dead. And Thanks, uh, pass it on to all my mates. Everyone here thought it was great. Good man. Nice Spread the word. Man. Yeah, well, we are, mate. We are fighting a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> Important issues. That's He's what one our of our warriors. <laughs> What's the question? Right, I was just wondering, what sort of advice would you give to uh, a young fellow who's interested in starting his own films and so forth? Back so off, there's no room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to England. <laughs> we'll have you murdered. Uh, can I field this side? Field it, Nick. Thanks, mate. Uh, I would say keep going. Yep. You know, keep, keep your head down, keep working, work hard, keep going. YouTube. 
YouTube, yeah, you know, little mm. things on there. It's perfect now. So you know, you can anyone little, can get a film on. Yeah. Little scenes, you know, MySpace. It's uh, it's all there. You know, it's a lot more open now than than say 50 years ago when there there wasn't any technology. <laughs> There's so many great films on YouTube. Have you seen the one where the gloomy goth girl just reviews Garden State for three minutes in her bedroom? <laughs> and then a cat jumps into the sink. Oh, That's incredible. That was amazing. That Half cat of got YouTube is cats leaping into sinks. And I'm thankful for it. One of my favourite YouTubes thing is the cat doing a poo in a human's toilet. <laughs> and then you think, That's brilliant. That's yeah. so funny. And then as he goes to jump off, he falls into the toilet. <laughs> That's a double whammy. Yeah, haven't I caught love- up to us yet. Cats. My favourite is uh, can't ca- write that. Cat Attacks Baby. That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going next, Ed? Hi, Leon. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys going? Excellent. Hey, Leon. I was at the screening last night, actually. The movie was awesome. Oh, thanks, oh, thank mate. You. Thanks for yeah, coming. Um, and I saw, like, the um, cameo appearances from, like, Bill Bailey and, um, like, Stephen Merchant. With that sort of thing, do they ask you for that or do you ask them on? Well, we kind of wanted to work with Bill anyway and, and Stephen just because, you know, they're great and you, you want to fill the film with great people and uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's less about sort of cameos, more about just making sure every role is, is filled with someone who's really good. And uh, both Bill and Stephen are great. So um, there, we, there are a couple of actual cameos in the film. Uh, there's two Oscar-winning people in the film who aren't credited, uh, <laughs> which is fun to look okay. out for. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a cameo in the opening sequence by a certain... Oscar-winning director and, a, and an A-list Hollywood actress who plays my ex-girlfriend. Oh, We're not going to name... Oh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> the face is not seen. You can't see her face because no. she's playing a CSI. But uh, um, hey, Here's my uh, token comedy nerd question for go. the hour. You were in a great series which has never been shown here, never come out on DVD, called Is It Bill Bailey? Which was directed by Edgar Wright. Right. Yeah, who directed uh, Hot Fuzz. Is any sign of that one coming out? Or? You know, it's a weird thing. It was made by BBC Scotland and the, the, the political wrangles of getting out. On, I think Bill is trying to release it on DVD himself because it's a very funny show. Yes. And I just helped out with a couple of sketches on the show. But yeah, that, 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 that was directed by Edgar. So it should really be out on DVD. Mm. All right. Next, we've got time for one more. Genevieve, how are you? Hi, guys. Hi, Genevieve. Finally, Hello. a lady. I was there last <laughs> night. Oh, did you enjoy? Yes, yes. I'm Dolphin from Spaced Out. There you go. Ah. <laughs> oh, yes, we met you. You're Dolphin, right? Yes. <laughs> nice That's to right. see. Sorry we couldn't come out afterwards. We uh, we were having to sort of press the flesh a little bit. but um, That's all right. Well, the offer's still open for um, the members to buy you a drink if you're going to be sticking around. we got to go home today. We're going home today. <laughs> we're flying out. We're going back to England. Maybe and your, next time. your question, Genevieve, My or question Dolphin? is, um, are you guys going to do any more TV at all, or are you just going to stick to films now? I think... Probably uh, the films, just because TV feels t- TV is hard and it's brilliant and it's it's um, you know it's it's worthy and I'd never say never do it again. But there's something about films that feels a little bit more permanent than television. Television is very transient. You work really hard and then it's on and then it's gone. You know, obviously with DVD, you know, that's changing a little bit. But it feels when you're doing films that you're making something which is kind of a bit more has a bit more longevity, if you know what I mean. And and and. Um, so I think we're going to try and concentrate on that. But having said that, you can see me in the new series of space down under uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what you were saying about the permanence of film that I'm sure is what the mantra was for Steven Seagal on every day of you half know. past dead half past dead and the sequel five to injured <laughs> <laughs> so many more questions we'll get to them all next thanks we'll Genevieve this. thank you Snow Patrol hands open here at Triple M let's get this around the nation and we're taking questions for uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg Ed Cavalier is escorting uh, <laughs> Simon yes. to the gents it's a little shady so, Why have they both gone? Yeah, I don't know. I think Ed's steering or something. <laughs> One hand washing the other. Here they come. come on. Here they come. Let's Very go nice. straight to callers anyway. We've got Raymond on the line. You're there, Raymond. Uh, you're with us. Yeah, how you going, guys? <laughs> Good. We've getting our act together. Right. What's your question? Putting my thing away. Mate, I just got a question. In Sh- Shaun of the Dead, you went to a pub called the Winchester. Never seen it. You, no? <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the Winchester. Go on. Um, I just wanted to know, is that the actual pub you go boys go to sink a few, or...? It was based on a pub called The Shepherds, which uh, we used to always go to. Um, we called it The Winchester because the, the pub had to be named after a gun, so there could be a gun over the bar. But uh, it was a pub uh, on the Archway Road. It's now called The Boogaloo, um, <laughs> because the landlord and lady retired. But it was, yeah, it was based on a real place, wasn't it? Yeah, we sank a lot of pints there. Yeah, so well, it's always good to know when someone wants to know the exact location where they might find you. That's the place that <laughs> Simon walked into the toilets and uh, found me having a poo in one of the urinals. Ah, oh, <laughs> next to a cat. That's how I roll. <laughs> Who's next, Ed? Hi, Richard. How are you? Uh, actually, oh, Nick. Sorry, Nick. How are you? Hey, boys. How are you going? Hey, Hello, Nick. Mate. 
I wanted to ask Simon about how was it working on the new series of Doctor Who as one of the bad guys. Uh, it was fun. I, you know, you know, I kind of grew up watching Doctor Who a little bit, and uh, and so to be part of that whole uh, universe was a bit of a joy. I had to bleach my eyebrows and beard though, and that wasn't fun. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it was a bit white. Yeah, I had to look like a frosty, a frosty sort of villain type mm. character, and um, yeah, but it was good, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you, Nick. Hello. What? How, uh, how villainous did you get? I mean, will you be in the pantheon with the? Uh, I the, hope so. The Cybermen. I could kick a Dalek's backside. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy. What I about could... the Yeti? Remember no, the... I couldn't do the Yeti. Yeah. He's too. He's too. He's hard as nails. Bear with a silver ball inside it. That's it. <laughs> if you remember, that was the Yeti. Fri- That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> which is actually the name of my new album, is, uh, which is out now. A bear with a silver ball inside it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Hi, Richard. Hi guys, how are you travelling? Hello mate, not bad. Oh, that's great. Uh, just a quick one to Nick. I uh, love your character as Mike on uh, on space. Just, Thank you. Just hilarious, hilarious. Uh, very quick question to Simon. Uh, with your role on uh, Mission Impossible 3, did you have to audition for that or did Tom Cruise approach you? What what happened there? Uh, I was at work one day in my, in my office in London and J.J. Abrams, the director, phoned me. Uh, I got a call that he was on the line and I was like, what? What, the director of Alias? And it was, yes, it was him. And he said, do you want to be in Mission Impossible 3? And I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> and that's how it happened. In fact, I couldn't do it originally. I, I was, it, was my, it clashed with my honeymoon, and I, uh, I, I had to turn it down. And I got back and said to, emailed JJ and said, look, sorry, we, this didn't work out. Maybe we can work together in the future. And he said, well, look, there's another part that you can play if you'd like. And I sort of said, okay. And then I was over in L.A. and, um, and working with Tom Cruise and Ving Rhames. It was very strange and uh, but very, right. very fun. Very surreal, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was extremely surreal. It was like I felt I was sitting in my own head. <laughs> looking, look, looking out of my eyes thinking how the hell did I get here like a, like a bear with a silver ball inside <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows but the actor Nick Frost is also in the studio if anyone wants to ask him a question uh, Nick question done quite in. a lot done quite a lot of work myself Let's hello hear Ashley yeah. Ashley how are you alright good thanks <laughs> I've got a question for Nick yes. yeah. I'm not answering it I'm tired I want a sandwich he's in the corner pouting yeah um, I was a nerd who dressed up as Sean last hey. night hello so, yeah um, hey. as as far Half. as writing, that's it yeah. from the forum. Cheers. Um, as far as writing and acting go, um, you said last night that you were writing something with Simon. Uh-huh. Would you rather write or act? Um, if you prefer, I like doing both. Uh, acting's great because it's you know that's the that's that's the job I do. But when I when Simon and I write together, it's it's always that we get in quite late and then we look at the computer for a bit and then <laughs> go on the net and then before you know it. It's lunch, so then we'll have lunch. <laughs> then we'll come back and we'll we'll look at each other and say, "Oh, well, yeah, we might as well do a bit of work." Yeah. And then we'll do two hours of work, and one of us will say, oh, "I got a chip off early," <laughs> and then that's it. It's it's <laughs> pretty much uh, what it's like for Salman Rushdie too. Yeah. <laughs> so much YouTube to get through. Sometimes we'll get in and we'll write a joke quite early, which is so good. We'll then go at the pictures all day. <laughs> Writing v acting, I mean, writing's all very well, but you can't leap through the air firing two guns at once. Yeah. No, no, you can't. Yeah. no, but you when can't. you write, you basically you pay the price as a writer because you have to spend time in an office, you know, sort of getting it ready. But you, the 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 dividends, what's the word? The, the kind of dividends will do. Yeah, the, it's it means that you can go and you do your own thing, and you, yeah. you're, you're part yeah. of the, the whole process. So you do, you know, you don't act as much as you could if you were just an actor. But you, it, it is, it is better. It's quite good in the office. We have got a, a guy called young lad called Alex who does a lot of great work. But he will be sitting there and we'll kind of need a map of of Uganda. And we'll say, Alex, go and get us a map of Uganda. <laughs> and he'll run out and come back with. A, run out or, and draw you one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We call him we call him Malix because there are two Alexes in our office. One's a female and one's a male. So there's Alex and Alex. We and must Alex get Alex. our own cartographer in the studio. Yeah. Ed. Get right me a geodetic <laughs> survey map of Wyoming, <laughs> of St Kilda. Have we got time for one more? Let's do it. Uh, Jared? Jared, Jared how are, are you there, Jared? Yes, I am. How Lito? are you doing? Your Hi. question, sir. Well, first of all, Ed, how are you liking uh, Yacht Rock? Are you watching that? Yacht Rock, dude. I, I can't dig it. I, I'm, not, I'm not digging kind of like pale lemon open neck polo shirts with oh, beards. Dear. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're watching too many cats taking dumps. Well, <laughs> I am who I am. Uh, Nick, I'm a big fan of your work. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And I saw the film on the weekend, and I, which is pretty bad for someone that's just graduated from film school, but 
I know yeah. none of the films you were referencing. Yeah. The girl next to me knew them all, so she's whispering to me all the references. <laughs> but I still got it. It was great fun. Good. But listen, I was just interested because I'm obsessed with you guys and I'm obsessed with the whole group of you in the UK that I'm yeah. sort of calling the sort of new wave Ooh. of British comedy. <laughs> I know it's so wanky. I'm such a nerd. I'm about to start dropping all these names of shows. Hang on. We only have a limited time slot. Go, okay. go, Jared, go. Sorry, I know there's five minutes left. Your question. Um, but I'm just wondering where, did it, where do you think it started from? It seems to be that there was a performance-based aesthetic of this very naturalistic... Um, Hail and pace, surely. Yeah, surely all roads right. go back. They didn't oversell a single gag. I think um, that that kicked off with the day-to-day. Uh, it's kicked off with Python, really. Python used to do their news footage very straight-faced, even though their ideas were crazy. Yeah. And then there was, in 94, Chris Morris and uh, Steve Coogan, um, and among others, sort of got uh, did a news spoof show called The Day-to-Day, which was amazing. And then uh, Big Train was a result of that, and then The Office kind of followed that, and... Uh, um, that sort of naturalistic style of comedy. But then there's all offshoots like The League of Gentlemen and obviously Matt and Dave are doing something far more sort of pantomimic and grotesque. Yeah. You could probably even go back to the, the young ones, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and even uh, that, you know, from the young ones and from the kind of birth of alternative comedy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say that in it's the, that far 80s. back. We did get the young ones. Uh, most of those other shows know, but every series of Birds of a Feather. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we have so many more people on the line. Don't tragedy. have... I'm sorry we couldn't get to everybody. We'll be back to wind up the show in just a moment. Or sorry, triple everyone. Alex Lloyd, it is amazing that we've managed to convince uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg to stick with us for the whole hour. Thanks for coming in, guys. It's been a blast. It's, it's been great. It's time for us to sign off. Hot Fuzz opens tomorrow yeah. all across yes, Australia. Yeah. If you're one of these people who thinks there isn't enough firepower in the bill, you're going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some fun. 18.5 million so far in the UK. Help us get to 40. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been on. waffling on about a show called Space. Maybe you didn't see it, and it's worth... Is it out here on DVD? You can get it uh, on Amazon, but you need to get uh, a region-free region player. Free. Oh. But it's worth it, guys. Get Space. It's worth it. Get Space too. We need the money. I need to buy a new wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in a good cause. Thanks for coming in, guys. Check out the film tomorrow, everybody, and our key phrase today apparently was simply Cornetto (laughs) and we'll be back tomorrow with Ben Lawson (laughs) and it's all thanks to as yet nobody